On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I discuss work from home. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, the notorious Rob Hahn. And as always with me, the fabulous Fab Robertson. Woo! <laughs> Hola, Rob. How are you? Hola. How are you? Uh, and for our YouTube uh, viewers, as you can see, today is no hat day. We both have fabulous hair. It is what it is. All right. I don't know, man. I mean, what, what's what's the... Uh... I mean, you've kind of you're aging gracefully here, but what's the old, what's the whole fashion thing about gray hairs and stuff? Well, I mean, you know, for is men, it okay for a guy to like dye his hair? Uh, because like, no. when I get a certain certain length, the yeah. gray just starts to go, and I'm not really ready for all that, dude. Dude, the gray is yeah, you know, the whole silverback gorilla thing. Now, the, oh, for men, gray is awesome. Like, I can't. I don't know. I, mean, I don't I, know, man. I, I'm, I'm trying. Just, to, I'm not. No, I mean, it works for you, okay? It works for you. I'm just saying. It, it will work for you, too. I'm just saying. Like, you know, look at George Clooney. Look at, you know, just, yeah, men going gray. No, it's a it's a fine. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, it's I'm a thinking fine of, like, look. I mean, how do you, how do you, like, how do you, like, do it, like, back into it? Do I, do I just change my hair color completely just so I'm, like, experimenting with things? And then, and then you. What then, do you mean? Then, like, then I, I, I don't know. You could, you could go with, like, blue. You know, you could dye your hair blue, <laughs> pink, yeah. right? No, you know, and no. then no, I, I'm a big Just fan. Lighten of, it up uh, a bit. I don't know something. Def, let's put it this way: definitely don't dye it. Let's right. start with that. Just, just Shoe go green, polish. Actually, what about the uh, just for men stuff? Nah, fuck uh, that noise. Like, nah, uh, man. Like, it's men. We should embrace I, the gray because it makes us sexy, distinguished. Like that. That's how it's silverback okay. gorilla. Okay, right? all right. That, that's how it is. No, I just don't think sexy. I don't think silverback gorilla is, is sexy. I just, yeah. Dude, ask ask women. I don't know what to tell you. You know, Sonny's like, oh yeah, no, the grade looks nice. So, you gotta ask. <laughs> All the right, women, okay. Right? Well, it's, there's that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, bald. That's a different thing. No, I mean, like, that's a look. Bald. It's a look. No, no. Here's the thing. I'm just saying, if you start going bald, you need to actually just embrace the bald and go completely yeah. shaved. In my opinion, like, yeah. just having like that little, like that's that's not. Yeah, don't tr- and definitely don't do the, like the comb overs and like no 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 like just embrace the Bruce Willis look, go ball. Go for it. I think that's yeah. where to go. Now, all right. Sorry about what's that. Su- just, what yeah. sucks about that though? Let's again. I know we're not talking real estate at all. My opinion: if you're gonna go bald, if you're gonna go clean shaven, you have to be fit. Right? You, you have you to can't be fit. Be, I think so. You can't be fat and be bald. I think that's a bad look. Okay. Well, it's a good thing I have hair then. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> like Jeff Turner looks really good, and he's oh yeah, you know, he's close shaven, right? Because he's fit, right? Whereas like I don't even know. I think fit looks good on anybody. So well, that's, that's true. That's yeah, that's true. So uh, apparently, this the topic of today is actually not going to be about fitness and uh, male pattern baldness. Uh, we actually have a topic <laughs> in mind. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, in the pre-show, we were just chatting about it a little real quick. And, you know, we tend to focus heavily on residential real estate for obvious reasons. Uh, I don't think either of us would hold ourselves as experts in commercial real estate, but there is a commercial real estate crisis brewing at the hand, and there is a specific angle that we thought we would talk about, which is work from home. Dun, dun, so, dun. 
uh, I think the the story I saw was there was a office tower in San Francisco that went that sold for like ninety percent below its last sale price. Oh, like man. the value Good dropped Lord. by ninety percent because people are not coming to the office anymore, right? And in our space, famously, Zillow made the announcement a couple of years ago during COVID. Hey, you know what? Work from home forever for everybody, right? We know that this is a big trend that's happening. That's been happening. EXP famously is, you know, has from the start has been work from home, right? Yeah. Of an office. It's all virtual, right? Unless you're like a dragon and avatar in their right, right, of right. So they have the metaverse office, but they don't the have metaverse. Exactly. Correct. They don't have physical offices. It's a huge advantage for them from a cost structure standpoint. We do know real estate companies that are more traditional that have office space. They have a large burden with just like the occupancy costs. Um, what we also know is that from even 10 years ago, I remember Sherry Chris getting up at an in-men stage. And I think it was like 10 years ago saying, hey, you guys need to really take pay attention to your, your space, your lease costs, right? Because it's killing you. It's, it's really eroding margins. So it's something that we in real estate have been dealing with forever. Um, and I think a big part of the reason is you really don't want an agent to be sitting at a cubicle in an office. They're not making any money sitting in a cubicle in an office. They should be out showing you know houses they should be out canvassing neighborhoods they should be out slightly different but yeah, well there, that used to be kind of a cost not a cost but a revenue generator was desk fees too so i mean sure. it's uh models have come and gone with that with that in mind sure so the question is this do we think work from home is permanent because <laughs> i just wrote a post uh i think i called it memorex live and virtual reality or something uh, and I'm now taking the position, I don't think work from home is going to be around for that much longer, right? It, it might be some mix, a hybrid model, but I don't think work from home, people living in one time zone and working at a different time zone, I don't think that's going to be widespread, right? Uh, so this is maybe completely contrary to like EXP's you know, track record experience. But I mean, what, what do you think? Is work from home permanent? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, just to be honest with you, I I just I don't like the work from home stuff. I, I'd rather be in an in a an, an environment with other people, you know, every day. Um, but that would be my preference. Um, you know, we had a great office at WNR Studios right on Main Street yes. in Huntington Beach, one two three Main Street. Famously, our address was, and yeah, and we, you know, Damien, our chief design officer, actually. When we re remodeled it, you know, thought about okay, where, you know, we we redid the whole thing to to kind of match what we did. Um, I loved it. I just you know, yeah. And you go outside, you're right at the beach, and you could get a cup of coffee or just you know clear your head. Um, but it it's 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 not coming back, man. I mean, to to go in a world where like okay, from now on, I only can hire people that are thirty miles away from me or less. Mm-hmm. Um. That that just that seems antiquated nowadays, and we'll we'll probably get our lunch eaten by other countries that that don't have that. Um, I think also, you know, what Elon Musk on his little spaces or his interview had called it immoral because you know, you know, these knowledge workers that can work from home and you know other people have to show up to a factory that's amoral yeah. or immoral. Um, I, I don't I don't agree with that either. Um, mm-hmm. And then all, I don't think they've really cracked the code. Nobody's really cracked the code of like, 
of this whole like come in three days a week and and stay be but you could you know you don't have to come in every day like mm -hmm. because all you do is you just come in with like there's only seven people in the office that holds 90 and it's just a weird thing mm -hmm. and then you start to realize you know i remember you know when i was uh living here in huntington beach a few years back and i had to go uh, our office was in uh brea mm -hmm. that's 40 minutes there 40 minutes back uh yeah such a you know what a what a complete waste of time in a, in a sense right um but you know there is something to kind of have and, and maybe and i think you know I've, I've read about this before you know having people in the same space i mean I, I'm, I'm talking about both sides of my mouth but i just don't see culturally of us going back to like being because being required to go into an office <laughs> because you know there's going to be you know there's going to be there might have to be some exceptions. And if I'm like a, if I'm a worker and I come in and like, I know Joe, he works from home. Well, you know, Joe's a special case because blah, blah, blah. Well, no, I'm a special case. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, spend 40 minutes on the highway. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it, I think there's going to be these exceptions. That's going to be very hard to manage and, and hard to, you know, overcome as far as like getting people to come in the office from now on. That's a long so, gibberish thing that I just, no, it's yeah. I, I I I'm I'm sympathetic to it as well. Like what I wrote though was, um, I actually think the work from home is going to go away, primarily because I don't I don't think human connections happen virtually, right? Like what we're doing right now, this makes it, it works and it makes sense because we've already known each other through, you know, conferences mm -hmm. and being in the same place. So yeah, you could, and I think you could do things like business meetings. I think Zoom meetings are fine, you know, for doing business meetings. But what it can't do, I don't think you could build company cultures virtually. I I just really don't. So maybe yeah, we'll have well maybe we'll have Glenn Sanford completely disagree with me on this, right? And EXP has this incredibly strong company culture, maybe. But here's what I do know: even EXP, the last conference was live. Like they did a physical conference in Las Vegas, right? Because even EXP with their virtual world, they realize there's something missing, man, when you don't get together in person, you know? And, you know, conferences, obviously, we've talked about this before. I don't think virtual conferences are conferences at all anymore. You know, they're, they're almost pointless. Yeah. Um, because most of what you get out of events and conferences is the lobby con. It's the informal. It's the... It's the bar, you know, it's the seeing each yeah. other in hallways. It's that stuff. It's not going and listening to a session, a panel on data, you know, standards and the MLS. Like that's not the value, right? The value is going to be in the hallways. It's going to be in the bar afterwards. It's going to be hanging out, you know, in the lobby, right? I think the same applies to work, right? And I do have a special kind of angle on this. I want to get your take on it. So I'm not... Let's say we're both kind of talking out of our ass and theorizing because no one yeah. really knows. No one's really figured it out. As usual. As usual. But <laughs> I think I think the threat of AI, right? The large language models, the sort of the advances that are happening with ChatGPT, things like that. I think what that says to me is a job that can be done from home, a work from home job, is actually quite likely to be made obsolete by AI. Okay. Because the thing that AI can't do, that computers can't do, is sort of the human creativity, like that stuff, 
right? And I think there's a real strong argument to make, with with some exceptions, I guess, right? With some exceptions, where you're gonna want to be in an office, hanging out with your fellow coworkers, you know, that creates that connection, that creates a human sort of interaction, which then leads to the creativity, the judgment, the the stuff that AI can't really do right now. That's my take, right? Right now. Again, there are exceptions. I could see if you're an artist, if you're a graphic designer, right? And it's really not about you being around other people. It's like you have to come, sit down and just come up with some creative piece a developer? of art, creative design. Developers, I'm not sure, man. Like, So I have a team of developers now, and they all say they want to work. They like prefer working from home. They're sitting there with their you know, computer. But even them... I find that they're much more productive when they get together in person, right? Because they could just like lean over and say, hey, uh, I'm finding this. I'm working on this whatever piece of code, but I need some info on like how does it interface the database. They're much more productive if they're in the same room. That's what I find. Now, what, like, what do you think? I mean, you have developers. You've got you – you're a tech company. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, having – I guess most of my adult life either started or ran a software company. I mean, I can see both ways to it. I, I, you know, there was always like the room, you know, well, you would go to the part of the building where the developers were and their lights were all off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. they didn't, didn't want the, the fluorescent lights. Yeah. Um, and I think and there's the headphones a bit, on. Yeah. yeah. Focus. Yeah. There, I've yeah, seen yeah. Right. So it's like, okay, you know, they're all, you know, what is that saying? Leave me alone is what all that is saying. Turn off the lights. I'm going to put my headphones on and I'm going to be here. So leave, that's basically a, a signal for leaving me, leave me alone. Um, so, you know, are they really does, I mean, so that's, they're, they're telling us they need to be together by these traits that they're, they're demonstrating. I don't think so. Um, and then to me, like the, the, the really good ones, it's like, you know, you can't, I don't think code 24 seven, it's like a, the muse has to come to you in a sense. Right. And that, mm -hmm. that might come late night. That might come in the, in the morning hours. It might, you know, it's, it's a very disciplined human being that can say, okay, I'm going to work at nine. I'm going to get this, this coding done. And then I'm going to end at five and, and go away. Most of the guys I know that are like that. I mean, I would, I would really kind of say a lot of, you know, developers, um, engineers are, are creative people as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and that doesn't, that's not a nine to five gig sometimes. I mean, that, sure. that, that, that inspirado comes, you know, at different times comes. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but having said yeah, that, it's so, a, it, go ahead. So here's my question. What I'm finding you're, you're exactly right. Something like coding, something like creative work, it comes when it comes, right? However, team building is a real thing. Yeah. And even developers, like, so, and I have a specific instance in mind, even my young company, I had one coder who was really talented, really, really good, right? But he wasn't a team player. And he ended up being really poisonous, and I ended up having to let him go. Even though he was, from a skill and talent standpoint, he was really, really superlative, but because he just didn't... Right play well with others. You know, it's, it's, it's the TO situation. That's what I like to call it, right? For those who don't know, you know, yeah. Terrell Owens, right? Yeah. Amazing wide receiver. He was just poisoned in a locker room and the, and the Eagles had to let him go, right? It was almost that. And I felt like, could that have been avoided if we had an office, right? Uh, where everyone got together, 
you know, even if it's a couple of hours a day, maybe, you know, where you're spending time around other people and you could do that team building. That that's the piece I I I don't think is doable. Just work from home, right? And again, there are exceptions, but even that's even that superstar coding guy. I guess I feel like we're at a point where, from a business standpoint, it's not about superstar individuals anymore. It's it's going to be always about teams, right? And that team building, that being that building a company culture is always going to be important, and it's going to show off show up in actual productivity and performance of the company as a whole. Uh, so maybe it's not nine to five every day and you come to work and this is when you code. Like, it's not that. It's more, we need to create some sort of environment, some way of creating that team, right? Where you have a company culture. Otherwise, yeah, you could have somebody in Bangladesh, right? Right. But that guy's never going to be part of the company. That guy's never going to be part of the team. How much loyalty does he have? How much do you really know? You know, like, I just don't think that's possible without... Yeah, it is. It is. And like... You know, having worked for Lone Wolf now for, you know, a couple, over a couple of years and seeing how, you know, the big boys do it, right? The private equity firms and all that. Um, and really, really quickly, just a shout out to uh, Lauren yeah. Wallace, who, uh, passed, oh, yeah. the yeah. founder of, uh, of Lone Wolf. A tragic, tragic thing there. Really went away too young there. But, um, mm-hmm. anyway, it's like, and I, and other, and other vendors do this. It's like, they, they look at like, and, and maybe this is the case that some of these things are meant to be outsourced, right? Okay. Customer support. I'm going to hire a Philippines team. Mm-hmm. I've had real good luck with these guys and they're going to do my support and then development. Well, I'm going to focus on design. I'm going to focus on infrastructure. I'm, these guys are just going to build this for me. And that's mm-hmm. again, this kind of ancillary thing that they're outsourcing right sure and and every company has like you know it just to me it's it's different in different companies of like what they think is core to what they do and Mm -hmm. what is not core right um and that's 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 odd to me like i've never been a proponent of outsourcing you know engineers we never had an offshore team at at wnr um we did our own support um, you know, but, but I, I do see, you know, my, my eyes have been open to like, okay, well, there is, there's a, there is a place for some of this outsourcing and and that, sure. and that is a little bit of work from home, but, you know, kind of a little bit different, but honestly, Dan and I have always been uh, not, not accused, but always been complimented of like, man, WNR, they, you know, every company we've had together, what a great culture, you guys. What a, you know, it seems right. like it's a fun, fun, fun place to work. You guys make cool shit. You have, and, and I, right. I, I've heard that more and more, you know, times from former employees, current employees, you know, all those kind of things. And it's, it's, I don't know what that, that the sauce is there to make that happen, but I've been a part of building company cultures and, right. One thing that, 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 you know, a lot of people keep asking me, like, well, when are you going to do another company, Greg? When are you and Dan going to do another company? Is like, there's a, not just not having the best idea in the world yet here, but another thing is like, do I, God, I don't, I don't want to start at a company right now where it's like, you're everybody's work from home and I'm just, I'm, I'm with the Brady Bunch every day, you know, or Hollywood Squares on my screen instead of like going in and just feeling that energy of everybody being together, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's just, it just, you know, I just, God, I, 
But then again, how do you, how do you convince people that have been living this way? Like, no, let's, you got to come into the office. You know, I, I don't know what the, the, the code to crack there is. Um, I think the code to crack is pretty simple in my opinion, right? It's Cause this is how I'm going to approach it as, you know, as a startup founder now myself, which yeah. is if you don't have to come in, if you don't have to, if you're not, if you don't have to do any of those things, then you're not part of the team. And that's okay. To your point, there are certain tasks that don't like, I don't know that I need a uh, lawyers to be sitting in the same room. Like they're not really part of the team. They're outsourced. They're, I have law firms, you know, they're lawyers. And yeah, we, we have, you know, we work together, but I don't need to see them every day. Accountants, I don't know that I need to see them. They're not part of the team, right? But coding, yeah. Like it doesn't have to be every day. I don't, I don't think that, right? It's more, it has, like you have to be part of the team. I have to build a company culture. And I, I do fundamentally believe that a team is superior to any individual, right? So if there's some amazing, hacker guy who's like, cool yeah we'd love to have you on board and you know what you want to live in alaska cool i'm probably gonna fly you in four times a year you know that that's how i feel about it i'm you know we're gonna have to do something we're gonna have to do offsites. we're gonna have to do something yeah. so that you are in the same place with the rest of the team and you can build some sort of human bonds and connections that are mystical and unexplainable i feel like i'm gonna have to do that and if you don't want to do that then you're not part of the team. Cool. We'll use you on a 1099 basis. We'll use you for as long as we can. But I know at some point you're going to leave or I'm going to get rid of you. And there's not going to be any sort of like sense of loss, any sort of like, oh, wow, you know, we're losing that guy. I, that's just not going to exist because you were never part of the group. You were never part of the culture. Right. Yeah. I like, I like a little, I like that a little bit. I mean, I know for, in my experience, you know, we used to have these year-end meetings, right? And yep. those were epic. We'd yep. fly everybody in. We'd have three days of meetings and then, you know, two nights of just being together, right? Yeah. And, and having some drinks and, and, and eating together and all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, uh, you know, there, there, there's something there. It's, you know, there's two things I'll comment on. Like, like everybody has who's part of the team, who's not part of the team to me. God, if we didn't, accounting you know our, you know carl our kind of cfo man i, I want i, I want to hang around him every day you know because sure. the the good ones don't just do numbers those numbers tell a story sure. and that can help you strategize and go forward right sure um but every cup everybody everybody's going to have their own kind of like uh what's what is part, what is core what is not core as i said That's right. right that's right but I, I do think there's a combination there of like Okay, we're gonna. This is our. This is where we're headquartered, and we encourage everybody to come in to the thing. And if you come into the office, um, you're gonna get basically special privileges because you come in the office. If you don't come in the office, you don't get those. Right. right. Um, we're gonna have quarterly get-togethers, right? Because we want to foster this kind of uh, office culture, you know. And we'll. And those dates will be every year and then you'll get to be a part of that. But um, I think there's, there's a, there's a, there's a there, there, right. Where if you're at the office, it's, it's going to, you know, you're going to get special privileges and, and, you know, however, maybe it's free lunch Fridays or it's, you know, uh, you know, the best, the best equipment, mm -hmm. right. Or, 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 you know, or, you know, uh, impromptu, whatever, you know, kind of wine tastings on Thursdays or some shit. 
I mean, yeah, I, just kind of have that kind of stuff. And then yeah, yeah. quarterly meetings, right? And 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 kind of maybe that's way. And then you might attract people like, man, it looks like they're having a great time in the office and getting some stuff done. You know, I'd like to be part of that, right? Yeah. Um, there might be something. I think there's there's something there in that, right? And, you, yeah. you know, make it a cool office, right, that you want to be a yeah. part of. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, and so I, I don't know the answer. Obviously, you know, I, we're all kind of feeling it out and trying to figure it out. I did have a, a buddy of mine who had a cool business idea around this. Like the idea was, and this, he came up with this idea during the COVID lockdown thing, you know, and what he realized is, okay, you know what? It makes sense for companies to get rid of office space because fact of the matter is a lot of companies spend way too much money on occupancy, right? Especially if you're doing like, downtown New York City office towers that, you know, the prices are just completely ridiculous. You can save a lot of money. But in exchange, the idea was he would start something where it was essentially like events almost, like these like two weeks out of every quarter, you know, like everyone would come together in this like location and then work together in, in a sort of a temporary office type setup, but it, it allowed for the human sort of connection and the culture building, blah, 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 blah. And we know that companies spend an enormous amount of money doing all these like outward bound, the free pizzas, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. we know they do this and it's based on a lot of money. And I'm kind of mixed about that, right? Because I've, I've participated in those and a lot of them are, are forced fake fun. You know, right. a lot of them are just, you're going to show up and pretend to give a shit and you don't, you know, like, yeah, it's just, and you're going to do these like exercise team building exercises that don't do squat. Right. So I feel like forcing it, it doesn't help either. So the, to me, it's just, how do we make this natural? Right. How do we make this natural? So there has to be a home base and there has to be, if you're, if you're part of the core, you do have to show up and we're not going to necessarily do, you know, Hey, everybody come this quarter because, we're having a special outward bound team building exercise thing. I don't think that really works. I think it has to be natural, right? And you're going to have people get along with each other. You're going to have people who don't get along with each other. And that's normal, right? And trying to force people to have fun, trying to force people to bond, that doesn't really work either, right? So then maybe you reevaluate like, okay, well, who's core? What functions are core, right? Do you have the right people in that role? Because they don't, they might be great, but they don't fit with the rest of the team. You know, I mean, th those are the those are the hard decisions that I have to get made, right? But fundamentally, what I'm getting at is, I do think work from home, as currently thought of, is going to have to go away, and I think it's going to show up in productivity, right? In other words, like as a company, I look at it and go, okay, I'm saving ten million dollars a year in not having office space in downtown Seattle or whatever, right? Am I, but am I losing more than that because of the loss of company culture, because of loss of teamwork? And if I am, then the alternative is not, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that we're going to get together once a quarter, right? And that's going to make up for that. I don't know. And I think we'll find out, right? Having said that, here's the second thing that I believe. I don't believe that offices and HQs have to be in high rent districts, right? Like Huntington Beach, like, I'm sorry, one to three Main Street, I bet that wasn't that cheap. 
It was actually okay, but you know, yeah, I get your point though. Right. Because to me, I'm like, if it's really just about the, the human beings coming together in the same place and just naturally forming teams, maybe it could be out in Pala. You know? <laughs> like maybe it could be out in Bakersfield. It doesn't have to be like this amazing, super swanky office, right? It doesn't have to be class A office space. It could be a warehouse in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know if that's really encouraging, <laughs> you know, if you're going to do it, you, if you want people to come to their place, I mean, you got to make it somewhat, you got to make it cool, right? I mean, I don't know if do I want to be, I think so. I mean, I think that's part of the, a part of kind of creating a culture there. It's like a, of wanting to be there. Hey, you know, we're, we're opening up our new office. Our, our office will be headquartered in Bakersfield. Move your family out here. To, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't sound like a, I think. I think the environment is also part of what you have to do to to make people yeah. want to come. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, there's there's some of that. I just I don't know. Again, I think the work from home concept maybe maybe what it ends up is a bunch of pods, right? In other words, you don't have one giant office tower in the middle of downtown LA. Excuse me, right? You have pods of different teams getting together in different physical locations and then the company as a whole you know gets together once in a while i mean i don't know i don't know the answer but i do feel like more and more that we're the whole lockdown thing almost made us realize the importance of like live in-person physical meetings so so when are you when are you going to um Put the hammer down and require people to. I mean, when, when are you opening up your office space? Uh, once I've finished uh, seed funding. Because <laughs> right? how, how many how many of the the people that you have working on your startup are in Vegas? Uh, six out of eight. Six out of eight. So it's it wouldn't be a big deal for them to. No. You know. Yeah, it wouldn't. And the others, you know, I would try and bring them in. Honestly, right. right. And again, yeah, moving I'm, I'm, moving packages and and things like that. All that shit. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. now here's the determination I would have to make: is is the gain in productivity worth it? Right. Because like office space is fucking expensive, right? And maybe those prices have to come down. And the commercial real estate crash that's going to be headed our way maybe will lead to that, right? Because part of this is that the off the rents are just fucking ridiculous, right? All right, well, yeah. just go bankrupt then. You know, like I mean, I'm not paying that. I'm not going to pay hundred thousand dollars a month for office space. Right? I might pay ten thousand, and maybe it requires, like I mentioned at the start of this thing, maybe it requires the office tower being sold for ninety percent less than what it sold for last time. Right. Some developer, some commercial landlord going bankrupt. Creative destruction, baby. I don't give a shit, right? Go bankrupt. And then the new guy comes in and says, I can make money on 10000 a month. Now it's like, yeah, it makes sense now, right? right. Maybe that's, that's how it has to play out. Um, but yeah, I think the balance is always going to be, what's the cost dollar-wise, but what's the cost productivity and team and that-wise? And I think that's going to be a decision every company makes, you know? So I think it's coming back. I think work from home is... I hate to say it, I think it was like a historical accidental blip because of the whole freak out over, you know, the common cold. 
so what do you think of what do you when is this what's your timing on this when when is it like you know you start seeing i think next five years so it takes it's going to take a while to get back to that i think so because i think companies are going to try and figure out the balance right yeah that balance is is key i mean I mean, can there be a balance, right? I mean, I mean, because before there was no balance. I mean, no. you know, you might have the the outside salespeople, you know, mm-hmm. that that work from home because they had to travel anyway. Um, maybe you give the the weirdo developers that you didn't want in the office because they smelled so bad, or, or yeah. the, not yeah. a developer, but anybody, right? Yeah, but was key. Um, you know, I wonder, I mean, if, if, if 2019 was, you know, you already had this kind of work from home. I mean, I know at WNR we had, you know, it was, it was probably 50% came to the office and 50% were, you know, in different places. A lot of those mm-hmm. being salespeople mostly mm-hmm. like that are, mm-hmm. you know, working from home and then because they're traveling so much. Um, but what's, what is the right mix of like, how, you know, how many people come to the office every day versus, is it a, a 75, 25? I mean, there's, there's always going to be a mix there. And what's that justification? Yeah. That's, that's going to be key. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's going to be all de- like, com- depending on the company, depending on the business, depending on it. Right. Like, you know, so you mentioned Elon Musk. I'm not, I don't know that Twitter needs to show up every day. Right. But I do. Right. Think but I mean, if you're I, building I, cars I, and rockets, correct. absolutely. You need a factory. Right. right. So then you do have to show up to work and cause you, you need, access to the equipment right you know uh yeah, but i mean if, you, if you're a factory worker right and you mm-hmm. go every day into work and you blood sweat and that's tears right. that's right and but you know this other guy who you know is a, a developer gets to sit on his fat ass at home and not mm-hmm. you know come into work every day yeah how do you how do you feel in that situation right you i mean is it because this person's more yeah his he's more educated and hit the the skills that he has you know can warrant that the the choices of working from home whether where this this factory worker doesn't um but it, those it's, it's a slippery slope right you're right but those aren't teams like the developers not part of the same team as the factory worker right now the developer has to get to the, get together with other developers in my opinion Right, at least periodically, so that he's part of that team, that part of that culture. Right, and I think looking at it just like white collar, blue collar is actually not the right answer, because you know who else has to go to work every day, show up at the office every single day? Doctors. Yeah. Right. Doctors can't work from home, you know, because you well, there's the telemedicine up. stuff or whatever. There, I mean, there's more of that sure. happening, but I know sure. what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, I need to the surgery. I'm going to the sur- I'm going to the yeah. office. I, you know, I can't do this from home, right? Um, you know, you could say, you could argue that, I don't know, what are other sort of high level educated, you know? <sighs> I mean, the, the thing I think it, it might follow in, it might be a privilege, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know I've, I've had employees like, if it was an option and like, oh, if, if he or she said, why would it be, I'm going to be working from home now. I'm like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's hard enough to get you to do your work when you're here, you know, where I can see you every day. But you know, if I don't see you, 
you know, <laughs> you're going to get fired is what's going to yeah. happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think the most challenging thing is bringing in new employees. Yeah. Right? So let's say let's, so in my case, I have a team of six developers, right? Okay. I hire a new developer. Like I'm, I kind of feel like for the first, I don't know, some period of time, I need to show up and sit with the, the existing development team so that you could become integrated as part of that culture. Yeah. Right. Uh, once you have been integrated and you want to stay home, you know, you want to work from home for a couple of weeks because, okay, cool. Just get your work done. Right. You know, like I don't have a problem with that. And as, as back when I was more of an employee, I'd love that. Right. The idea, look, I know what, I know what I'm doing. I know what I have to do. I know I have to deliver. Who cares if I take a week and do it from a beach house, you know, on the Jersey right. shore? As long as I'm getting my work done. And, you know, everyone has families. And I'm like, I, I think we need to be sensitive. To that. I think things like the commute, like you're exactly right. I did the hour and a half commute to Manhattan, you know, when I was young. It sucked. There's nothing good about it, right? But doing that means you're part of the team. <laughs> so it's, yeah. So I think it becomes more, it's not about privilege, it's not about status. It's more about are you fully integrated into the team? If you are, then great, right? Well, we just okay. So could could there be a thing where, you know, once if you if you spend three years in the office, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then you then you get a privilege of working from home. Yeah, right. You, you can. I mean, maybe it's more something like you know, it's not something that you know can happen. It can happen, but you you know you have to have three years at the home office before yeah, they'll consider maybe. you. Uh, work from home, you know, yeah. a candidate or whatever the yeah. hell. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, I think technology tools like Slack, technology tools like Discord, you know, maybe even the metaverse, you know, what EXP has, maybe that's all going to come to play with this as well, right? So in my mind, I don't really think of it as like privilege, not privilege. I don't think of it in those terms. I think in terms of team versus not, right? Um, and again, I guess I look at like you and me, you know, like we can do this and we've been doing this for how long now? Is this our third year? Long fucking time, man. <laughs> but a big part is because we've met each other. We've hung out. We've drank, like we've gone to karaoke together. We've done some of those things. So we, if we were to add a third person into this podcast, that's what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. If we never met him, no, I don't think that would work. It would be tough. Or her. Like we'd have to. Right. Or right, we'd have to just kind of replicate some of that. And there's, okay, cool. Now we, we have this level of, you know, camaraderie. We have something and now we're going to do it remotely. You know, it'll have yeah. to be something like that. I mean, it's interesting because what you're saying is you don't think it's going to happen. You think it's going to happen, but you st you're also saying you don't know how it's going to happen, but you think it's going to happen, but nobody really knows Correct. what, what that's going to look Correct. like. And, and, uh, what I what I what I would say in observation is uh, I don't know if you it, in things like this it's going to be hard to be wishy washy about it, right? It's either going to be no, we everybody works in this office, mm -hmm. done, and mm -hmm. on some very rare occasions. You know, some people can work from home because they travel a lot or something. You know, there's a clear line. I mean, do you meet this criteria? Yes, you can work from home. 
but otherwise not. Because if you'd like, well, come in three days a week. To, I, just, I don't think those are ever going to change things. It's got to be something really just boom, right? You're yeah. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think therein, therein lies what's the right balance. Well, there's really no balance. You're, you're going to yeah. come in the office every day. Yeah. And if, you know, if there's yeah. a certain criteria that we meet, yes, we, we do that on, on rare circumstances. Right. But even so, then we want you in once a quarter or whatever. The so hell. here's, here's how I think I would handle it. Uh, again, you know, once, you know, the financial funding, all that's reassured. I think the way I would try to approach it is everybody comes to the office, okay? but I'm going to be extraordinarily free and liberal about leave policy. In other words, like the expectation to come to the office, you know, but you get up that morning, you're not feeling great, you know, hey, just stay home, work from home. You know, hey, I'm going on vacation. I want to take my family to the Grand Canyons. I need two weeks. Cool. Just get your work done. You know, it's not even like vacation time. <laughs> like literally, as long as you're getting your work done, Starlink exists, go go do whatever you need to do. I, I'm going to take a month. Cool. Take a month. Right. Yeah. Because we, we have that kind of at Lone Wolf and we have that at, at, at yeah. WNR where it's just, there was no PTO. It was just like, yeah. I forget what they call the policy, but uh, yeah, it's just responsible yeah, time like off, that. basically. Now, here's the thing. Before you can do that, though, I need to know that you're part of the... Yeah, it comes culture. with trust. It comes yeah, with trust. Yeah. You're a new employee? No, sorry. You need to come yeah. to the office, right? You know, like, you're you're the manager of a department. All right, before you do that, you better appoint somebody as your second to kind of, you know, hold the team down. Like, I think it'll be sort of like that, right? Because... Here's the thing, man. I want to be able to do that, right? As a CEO, I want to be able to be like, you know, I'm going to take three months and put Starlink on my RV and I want to travel across and be able to do that. And if I need to, I'll take a hop a flight and then come back to the office. But, you know, the only way that happens is first we have this base, right, of trust and community and, and company culture and teamwork. And then we can be very, very liberal with all the do what you need to do, right? Yeah, I think that's how I want to try and handle it. Um, so that's my take. Now we'll see. I mean, look, man, like I, I, I don't have any of the setup. Some of our listeners already have like you know really established companies like MLSs and associations that are probably dealing with this right now as well, right? You know, and I think it'll be interesting to hear what are some of the strategies they're thinking about, right? Because simply, well, I think I mean it's not working. It it doesn't think- build team. I think, you know, a lot of them are experiencing some very positive things where they're hiring people that they in the past couldn't hire because of where they're located. I mean, you know, there's might be have somebody in Atlanta when they're headquartered in, in Southern California or mm-hmm. in Seattle and somebody they've got working out of Texas. I mean, mm-hmm. and that is, you know, that person used to be the MLS X at here, but you know, there's only one MLS where they live and they have the skill set. They want to, mm-hmm. they want to work at another MLS, but they can't move. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's some, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a tricky situation, right? I mean, sure, yeah. sure, sure. And uh, I think that's kind of what I think we're f- sort of finding a way to, which is why I said, I think five years from now or so, we'll have kind of figured out that balance, yeah. right? Because here's how we got here. We had the work from home trend just kind of slowly, you know, with Zoom and internet and technology, like slowly kind of being, COVID hits, lockdowns, all of a sudden it's like, okay, I guess we're all working from home, right? And we just got to figure it out. And here we are, you know, now kind of going, okay, well, 
there's some things that aren't great about the work from home Zoom all the time, right? And so they're trying to figure that out. I don't think it's swinging back all the way to, okay, everybody come to the office, you know, five days a week, you know, nine to five. I don't, it's not that, it's that balancing point. I'd be real curious uh, to hear from some of our listeners, what are they doing? How are they handling it, right? Because it is a balance and how how are you doing it? Especially if you're large, like, I'd love to know from Zillow, like, how do they do it? I know their official policy today is work from home. But are they finding that that doesn't, there's some real negatives to that. So now they're doing supplementing. Okay, what are you doing? You know, if you're EXP, you've always been work from home. Are you finding things? Like, what are you doing? I would love to know, you know, is the metaverse enough, right? Or do you need something more? Do you need yeah. some of this physical, like, Almost like we need to smell each other in some ways. Because <laughs> I do think there's something fundamentally human about that. Right? And that, that's the... I miss that it was for sure. About. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about our industry events, man. You know, the, the, two, the year, two years where it was all virtual. My God, it sucked. Right? Oh, yeah. And I, I can tell you just coming back from mid-year, just seeing, yeah. you know, um, my two kind of main reports... Uh, John and Jessica, us together every day, you know, in our suite, giving demos, mm-hmm. you know, getting together at night and, you know, client dinners and, and, and lobby bars. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was invigorating, right. Just to, right. to be around humans in that, in that regard. So right. I'm, I'm all for it, man. Right. It makes a difference. So I don't know, man, nothing deep or profound. I don't think today, uh, just, <laughs> you know, I would love to hear from our, our uh, listeners on this particular topic because I know everybody's dealing with it. Everybody. Oh, for sure. How to balance this out, you know? So let us know, you know, how are you guys dealing with it? What are your strategies? What do you think, you know? So, all right, man. With that said, uh, I would love to see you in person uh, sooner rather than later. I believe well, I got to get that steak dinner. Yeah. I was going to say, I believe I owe you a steak dinner. Uh, so let's make that happen because, you know. <laughs> Teamwork culture is about being the same place. I want to get (laughs) caught up on all your uh, devs and all that stuff. So uh, I'll look at the calendar. We'll get something set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have some lovely uh, steakhouses here. So come on by. (laughs) And then then I could help you and uh, Jeff figure out prepping for uh, inevitable zombie apocalypse. I still got to buy that shotgun. Yeah. I'm still going to buy that shotgun. (laughs) All right, brother. See you, everybody. Peace.